0: This is The Art Life. Hello, I'm Grace Gordon, actress and activist. And today on The Art Life for our last episode of 2021, I thought I would tell you all about a little challenge I have for the upcoming year. A challenge I am calling 365 Thank Yous. So this episode is going to be all about gratitude practices, which is what my, I guess, New Year's resolution is all about. But it also will be going into detail about uh, 10 different gratitude practices I utilize or that I've read about and want to share. There will be a reading list in the show notes for every book or speaker that I mention. And um, yeah, I think uh, it's a good way to start the year. To, even if you don't use any of these ideas. It's maybe something you can share with someone else. So with that, as we head into a new year, or um, as you listen to this whenever you do, I thought I would share my ideas for finding more gratitude in life. A couple of years ago, I read a book called A Simple Act of Gratitude, And uh, for some reason, I'm not quite sure why, it has an alternative title, which is 365 Thank Yous. So if you're looking it up, I'll link to it in the show notes, but I'm not sure which title it's going by at the moment. Um, This book was about a lawyer who... It was a memoir about a lawyer who was going through a very hard time in his life. His relationships were under so much stress... He felt depressed and angry, his business was doing terribly, he was racked with debt and miserable, and he challenged himself to write a handwritten thank you note every single day for a year. And as you might imagine, by the end of the year, his life was completely different, so he looked at life differently his relationships with everyone around him had improved tremendously his business was doing better and this memoir it's such a simple concept but it is something that i really enjoyed and something i felt very inspired by so even though i read this probably oh gosh maybe seven years ago at this point I was trying to come up with a new year's resolution, some kind of new goal I wanted to tackle, but something that didn't feel like work. I wanted to challenge myself with something that felt like it would improve the depth of my life, not just a work-related goal. And as those of you who have been listening to The Art Life know for a long time, I want to focus more on process-oriented goals, not product ones. So while there is a number, 365 thank yous, this feels to me like such Uh, like so much more of a resolution about being present in my life being in the process of it noticing what is good than a goal like run a marathon or um book some acting role make a short film to me this is a more meaningful goal it's one that i have to be in the process of because i have to do it every single day and you know, perhaps I'll, perhaps it will extend beyond 365. It's just a catchy title, y'all. I'm just trying to hook you. (laughs) So to start, that is, that is gratitude practice number one. I, in year 2022, will be making sure that I write a thank you note to someone every single day I am so excited for this. I'm so excited. It's not even going to be a challenge. The challenge will just be remembering to do the damn thing. But I know that within a week, even, it's just going to feel so good. Number two on my list of gratitude practices. This week, I was reading a book called We Do This Till We Free Us. It is a fantastic activism book about about abolishing prisons and abolishing the police and um uh, there is also good discussion about transformative justice work it was a really inspiring collection of essays and um interviews something i had had on my bookshelf for the past six months or so because it was very popular this year it was a it was a it was a bestseller this year and something that i would highly recommend but in this book the writer mentions that she herself has a gratitude practice. She journals, she's a journaler, like I am, and she just writes down at least two things she is grateful for every single day. So I wanted to mention this one because while some of my ideas or my practices sound very ambitious, I think we can all remember to just write down two things we're grateful for every single day or make a note, you know, to to be grateful for them, even if it's not written down. Maybe it's something that you set an alarm for in your phone. Which brings me to gratitude practice number three. In 2017, I went on a fun girls trip to Marrakesh. I went to Morocco with teachers, Gala Darling, and Veronica Varlow for a uh, women's, I guess, empowerment, spirituality, um, a little retreat that was probably the best trip I've ever been on. It was phenomenal. But because we were in Morocco, because we were in a, a Muslim city, five times a day, the call to prayer happens throughout the city. Five times a day, the muezzin puts out the call and people do their daily prayers, It's a really, really beautiful experience, I thought, to hear that go off five times a day. And in our group, no one was Muslim. But very early on, I think as soon as we all gathered, Gala suggested that what she had been doing was every day, five times a day, when the muezzin begins the call to prayer, she turned to the person she was next to and she said what she was grateful for. I loved this. I loved it as an opportunity to be part of the culture while we were there, but without appropriating prayer that was not ours. And I loved it so much that when I actually returned home, I got a little call to prayer app on my iPhone that went off five times a day. And I made sure to to say what I was grateful for at those times. Now that is a little bit too too much for me now. I don't like my alarms going off, period. I'm very sensitive to, to noise like that and text alerts. So what I've done instead is I set an alarm at 11.11 twice a day and 3.33 in the afternoon. And that is my, my three times a day gratitude alarm. And so especially if I have uh, friends visiting or if one of my brothers is here, I love sharing this practice with them. I love that it's something I can include others in and I love that it's inclusive it's it's you know prayer for people who don't pray it's everyone benefits from doing that kind of practice Speaking of Gala darling the teacher and facilitator of that Morocco trip my gratitude practice number 4 is something that I maintained for a year straight with Athena Reddy, who was a guest on our show a couple of times this year. Athena is my producing partner, we make a ton of art together, and in 2018, we maintained at least 200 days of a practice that we got from Gala. It was a little gratitude voice memo. Gala calls this magical mornings. So... She suggests a partnered practice, and she even within her programs has spreadsheets if you want to find a partner to do this, someone who is maybe not in your life, but who you can be accountable to. She even, you know, sets people up for virtual partnerships to do this magical morning practice. So the way that Gala's exercise works is at the beginning of the day, you send a voice memo to your your gratitude partner and you say what you are grateful for and then the second part is you speak as if it is the end of the day so you speak as if it is as if you are speaking in the present and you say what you are grateful for that happened that day it's basically a way of of deciding to manifest the kind of day that you want it's a it's a way of being intentional about how you're going to spend the rest of your day and then the third part of the practice is saying in the future you move into the future and you speak in the present still but you speak about an experience far into the future you you dream up something you want to happen maybe it's a goal of yours maybe it's a project you're completing a wedding whatever it is and you talk about that for a minute as if it's already happened so i'm going to give an example of this one because i know that this this practice is a little bit hard to explain in in theory so i just want to give an example so for example pretend that it's the morning and i'm your magical morning partner The first part would be what I'm grateful for right now. So I would say something like, I am truly grateful that my best friend is staying with me. She got back from Texas, visiting her family for Christmas. She's back at my apartment. And I'm just so truly grateful because I just feel happier when she's around. And I really missed her while she was gone. And then I would basically say at the end of the day today, I am so grateful that I finished recording the podcast and I felt so good because I hadn't recorded an episode in a while and it felt so fulfilling to get my gratitude practice episode out into the world. And then into the future, I would say something like, I am truly grateful that I completed my year of 365 thank yous. I've been so happy to see how my relationships have deepened how the simple act of gratitude throughout the day made me feel so much more connected not just to my friends and partner but instead to to everyone I interact with because I spent my days this year looking looking for things to appreciate and it made me so much more present in my life so that's my example of what it could look like if you did a magical morning practice. You would send it in a voice memo every single day. You'd have an accountability partner. You'd listen to theirs. That is a wonderful transformational practice if you want one that involves other people. Speaking of practices, speaking of gratitude practices that involve other people, the... um. The gratitude practice I am known for, one that uh, I'm known for because I taught a little, or I gave a speech. I'm known for this because I gave a speech at Granger Leadership Academy, the leadership conference that Zandra and I have taught workshops at, and I've taught workshops at. I I gave a speech a couple years ago about accepting compliments, and in this speech, I talked about how difficult it can be to just accept compliments, how we put so much energy into rejecting them, into complimenting the other person instead, instead of merely receiving this lovely gift someone wants to give us. I I talked in this speech about how a friend of mine, ironically a friend who I met in Morocco on Gala's trip, Francine, Francine suggested to this group of women that we accept compliments with the phrase thank you, it's true. No refusing the compliment, no saying, oh no, it's you, you're that, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. No, you. Or, no, god, I look kind of a mess today, oh, not really today. No, instead, every time someone compliments you, you say, thank you, it's true. So, I... I gave a speech at the beginning of Rancher Leadership Academy a couple of years ago, where I incorporated this concept into what I shared with the audience. And I challenged, because it was the first night of the leadership conference, I challenged everyone there to do this all weekend. And it's very intimidating when you start. So people knew they were safe to do it because we all had the same assignment. Everyone at the conference knew we had to do this. And people were still very intimidated and squirming in their seats, and I even shouted compliments out to some of the staff to get us started, and they they were (laughs) pressured to accept them right there. At the end of the conference, Charlie Rankin, who's a wonderful listener of this show and a big part of my life, Charlie suggested getting a tattoo that said, thank you, it's true what an amazing compliment that was for me how flattering to have someone i admire so much love a uh, love an idea i shared so much that they they got a tattoo of it so charlie and i both now have matching tattoos that say thank you it's true and uh, it's something other friends have talked about getting as well. So my contribution, my the, the specifically grace, uh, gratitude practice is number five. Thank you, it's true. I really recommend not just practicing this yourself, but challenging your friends to do so as well. I still, every time a friend of mine rejects a compliment or shrugs it off or laughs at it or tries to put it back onto me, I say, just say thank you, it's true. I even make them practice. So with that, that it, it, would, it would mean the world to me if everyone listening to this started accepting compliments with thank you, it's true, and, and uh, encouraging their friends to do the same. Talk about gratitude. When people want to give you the gift of a compliment, of noticing your, what you're good at, don't reject it. Be grateful for it. Be grateful for them for taking time out of their day to, to give you that. Number six, this time last year, Zandra and I on The Art Life, we started a three-month program called the artist's way so last year in the art life we gathered all of the listeners together to go through each week of julia cameron's book the artist's way if you're interested in starting your year off with that by the way i cannot recommend it enough and start 2022 off or whenever you're listening to this with the artist's way and go back and listen to our episodes because you can basically work through the book along with us it's evergreen content. It will never expire because it's relevant no matter what. So I love Yara ER Sway. It's been a really, really important uh, important and, and healing book in my life. I've gone through it several times. And there's something I really love, one of the many, many tools that writer Julia Cameron suggests in her gorgeous program for um, unblocking creativity. One thing she suggests is a God jar. So she suggests putting prayers in a little jar when maybe you're wanting to pray but it it feels embarrassing or maybe you don't believe in God or you know whatever it is you want to have a moment to reflect throughout your throughout your year. She suggests writing down whatever it is that you're thinking, whatever prayer you want to say, whatever wish, whatever moment of gratitude, and putting it in a jar. And then just leaving it at that, you know, putting your problems in the God jar, putting your gratitude in the God jar. So I really love this practice as a gratitude practice. And um, the, the really cool thing too about a God jar, or whatever you want to call it, is that if you do it for a year as i have done this year actually for the first time ever at the end of the year you get to look through all those slips of paper and review all of the things you went through and all of the things you achieved and all of the the moments that you thought of your loved ones and and you know prayed for them or just wanted better or celebrated them All of that, all of those slips of paper are folded up right now in my kitchen, in in my god jar, and I'm going to get to go through it. I think I'll go through it on January 1st and then start right over. Now, the way that I use mine, number seven in my gratitude practice, (laughs) is actually I use a structure for my god jar that I got the idea of from the writer Anne Lamott. Anne Lamott is an amazing memoirist. She's written a ton of things, everything... Uh, from uh, the book um, Bird by Bird, which is about writing, to Grace Eventually, Thoughts on Faith. Anne Lamott was also featured on an episode of Midnight Gospel, if you watch that show on Netflix. She's just a wonderful writer and, and thinker, and uh, she has a couple of books about prayer. Um, I am not a religious person myself. I will say that I'm comfortable sharing that with all of you, but I am a spiritual person and I have a lot of these practices that connect me to something bigger than myself. So if you're listening to this and cringing at the word prayer, cringing at the word God, I, I get it. Um, but I am not speaking about, in, about a Christian God necessarily, unless that's, that's, uh, who you do want to speak to. And in, in that case, welcome. <laughs> I'm with you. Maybe, even if my beliefs are different. Um, so Anne Lamott suggests praying in the form of help, thanks, or wow. These are the ways that she structures her prayer. So she was someone who was also so overwhelmed by religion and, and not into it when she was younger and figure, has spent her life figuring out what faith means to her specifically. So she prays by, by saying help. And talking about whatever she needs help with or saying thanks when something wonderful happens and she just wants to say thank you or wow. When life shakes her to her core in whatever way that it does. And so I fill up my God jar that way. I put in a help or a thanks or a wow. And so when I go through it, it will be in that format. That was number seven. Help, thanks, wow. Number eight. If you want to focus in on gratitude itself. If you want to go really hard for a month, maybe, I highly recommend the book, The Magic. It's, I think, the third book in the secret series, which is a law of attraction series if you live under a rock and have never heard of it. The secret is not for everyone, I totally know that, but I really recommend The Magic, which is a 30-day challenge, essentially. It is all about gratitude. It's 30 days of gratitude practices that will you know, essentially change your life if you if you follow through. And there's all sorts of suggestions on if you lose steam and you have to start over. So I'm doing 10 gratitude practices today that I'm sharing here with you. But if you want to really spend 30 days committing to gratitude, committing to a structured program so you don't have to think about, well, what am I going to do today? The magic is a wonderful way to do that. And there's tons more ideas in there as well, of course. I'm sharing things from all different kinds of writers, from all different life experience of experiences of my own. And if you really want to follow something straight through for 30 days or want more ideas check out the magic i i've done the whole thing as well and um it really was transformational and i really loved the just the practical tools just the the way of reframing relationships as well there's some great challenges in there for um you know maybe wanting to to change a relationship that's not going so well maybe wanting to have more gratitude for a person that things are tense with the magic is a really great book for um for unsticking yourself from, uh, some, some bad energy or some difficult feelings. And on a related note, number nine, number nine in my gratitude practices that I want to share with all of you is this is called an appreciation sandwich. (laughs) It's, uh, something that I've heard of from several teachers, several, um, uh, feminine energy coaches, and, uh, I also read about it in Mama Gina's book, Mama Gina is another, like, feminine coach, uh, who runs a great, who runs a great studio in New York, I'll link to that book in the show notes as well, but Appreciation Sandwich is a suggested way to speak to, specifically it was supposed to be to speak to men, but it's, it's for anyone, you know, the gendered stuff, it doesn't matter so much to me, it's just a way of, um, of restructuring the way that you make requests of people and speak to people so that they can really hear you and so that you're focusing on growth instead of criticism so maybe you want someone to stop doing something maybe you have a request and you don't know how to say it in a way that won't sound like a lecture or you just really want someone to hear you in a relationship an appreciation sandwich is a way of communicating that really encourages people to, to listen. So it, it goes in three parts. You know, you you thank someone for what they're doing right. You tell them what they're doing right. And then you make your request, whatever the thing is. And then you focus on gratitude again for part three. An example of that would be, maybe you have a friend who's late all the time. Maybe you have a friend who's late all the time and it really upsets you for whatever reason. You know, you feel your time's disrespected. You feel like maybe you like to be on timed things. This is definitely something I struggle with a lot in LA. And a, a way that I could communicate that gracefully with a friend in the appreciation sandwich style would be like this. Hey, I want to thank you for coming to so many things with me recently. I really love being out with you. You're so much fun to be around. I do want to ask that you make a little more effort to show up on time. It's really, really important to me to be on time for events because I don't want to miss the first few minutes. And I, it, it's just so important to me to be on time for things. I would love if you could make more of an effort to to get there early if you can or um, set an alarm on your phone so you make sure you're out the door on the right the right time that would be so amazing if we could get to things on time and then just have the best nights ever for all of these future events i want to go to with you so to me that gratitude practice number nine uh is just so much more effective it's so much it it, you know it, it prioritizes the strength of the relationship and it prioritizes what's good and reinforces that you know you want something so that your relationship with someone can be better that it's not about criticizing them because you know the opposite the opposite way of communicating that would be just snapping at someone even if it's justified you've been late to everything i have invited you for you have been late to everything i have invited you to for the past like four weeks i want to be on time it is so disrespectful to my time that you do things that way Saying it that way versus saying it in the appreciation sandwich format uh, has a very different effect in my experience. You know, I know if I was on the receiving end of those two uh, communications, I would feel a lot more open and I would prioritize showing up on time a lot more um strongly if someone communicated it to me in the appreciation sandwich way so that's just a suggestion it's a gratitude practice for me because again if it it starts with gratitude and it ends with gratitude and it it reinforces what you love about someone why you love them whatever it is and uh it's just yeah it's just such a constructive way of deepening relationships or working through issues and then last but not least for my gratitude practice number 10, I wanted to suggest another thing I got from The Secret or maybe it was The Power. I don't know. It was one of those books by Rhonda Byrne. It's um, it's something that is only mentioned in like one sentence in her whole series of books, but it's something that I really love because it's so easy to remember and it's something that anyone can do. She talked about how when she wakes up, She says something she's grateful for as she walks to the bathroom to brush her teeth. And with every footstep that lands, that's one thing she's grateful for. So maybe your bathroom is 10 footsteps from your bed, 15, whatever it is. Every time you put your foot down, say one thing you're grateful for. And you're done. Then you've done your gratitude practice for the day. If you want to say more things while you brush your teeth in the morning, then go ahead. But I love this because it's just such a simple thing. It's so easy to remember. And it starts your day off first thing beautifully. And with that, that is the end of my little gratitude episode of The Art Life. So that was... uh, 10 gratitude practices that I thought might get your year started off right. And um, as I make more episodes and do more interviews and share more with all of you wonderful artists, I will make sure to keep you updated about my big uh, resolution for 2022, which is 365 thank yous. I'll be tracking my progress in my planner to make sure that I do it every day. And I'm just looking forward to seeing... It, for me, I'm looking forward to seeing how this changes my presence in life and maybe how it shifts some tension in relationships. I'm not in the position that the author of the book was that I read, who, you know, his life was in shambles and everything was so negative. I don't feel that way. I just want to be more present and I just want to be uh, more aware of what is going right in my life as it's happening, instead of focusing my energy on the future, focusing on, I gotta get this done, gotta get this done. This is a way for me of keeping myself in the juicy flow of life and keeping me in appreciation for all of the wonderful people in it. So thank you all for listening. I hope you're starting your year off feeling wonderful and feeling grateful. From my side of the world, I wish you all... Uh, happy new year (laughs) check out the book list in the show notes and uh, follow the art life social media if you haven't already i'd love to hear from you if you have suggestions on episode topics or even more so if you have suggestions on interview guests happy new year everyone bye this is the art life You can find the show online at theartlife.show and send letters to The Art Life, care of Grace Gordon, P.O. Box number 4292, Valley Village, California, 91617. Send email to theartlifeshow at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at theartlifeshow. Our theme music is The Stream by Rory. Thank you for joining me.